2: Tell Lady, the Haddy Happily Ever After. Tell Lady, the Ho, the Haddy Ho, Ho, Haddy Ho, Haddy Ho, Happily Ever After. A tell Lady, the Ho, the
0: Princess, you walk happily home. Tell Lady, the Ho, she live
2: happily
0: ever after.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to What the Folklore Making Sense of Senseless Tales. I am your storyteller, Carmen.
1: Cromweaver Tyler. I am still the our soothsayer. what we called sooth soothsayer, Gordy. Um, and what sooth did I see this week? Is a question you might be asking yourself right now. I and, am, and uh, and for yeah, good so reason I've... because this is in the past couple weeks the time of the show where I have said an omen oh uh, what suit what sooth I saw and had one prepared, but not this week. Because <laughs> I, pre- I didn't prepare one ahead of time.
2: Well, what have you seen that could have been a sooth throughout the week?
1: Um,
0: <clears throat> if you, you don't have I, one, you know I, I did see. I saw a pretty good sooth. I,
1: I'll I'll share one that I that I did see that okay. did immediately strike me as a sooth, and then you can tell me what yours is. Mm-hmm. So it it snowed a lot up here, uh, and then and then re snowed. And in, in, you know, there the, the plow pushes a lot of that snow to the side of the street where it gets sort of packed together. Mounted up. Right. Yeah. And I and I dug I dug my car out the way the way that you need to. Um If you intend to still in, use it. Yeah, and in like in like the the ridge of sort of icy snow by the side of the street there was there was a still living fish in there
2: hmm. that seems very sooth
1: <laughs> it was and it was fine and i i picked it up and it swam away through the rest of the snow
2: <laughs> so you you found a snow fish
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah that's that's a sooth that's a sooth right there is this common? Like George is not very like I'm not snow familiar. You two both have more.
1: Oh yeah, experience. It's, it's, wa- it's water, isn't it? If it's water,
0: it's got fish in it. That's the motto of Vermont. It's the motto of of America in the old <laughs> days, where there well, be most, water. There'd back be in fish. the old days when Vermont was America.
2: Yeah, Vermont yeah. ruled the lands, and fish ruled the waters. <laughs> And, and thus began the Great War between Vermont and Fish, because Vermont wanted to annex water. <laughs> that's what I learned in my Georgia Education System American History class. And what was your sooth, Tyler?
0: Uh, I was telling you, Carmen, before we started, that for Christmas, I was given three different uh, $50 gift cards to Cracker Barrel, because now that I live in the South, my family thinks that that's all I eat, apparently. Mm-hmm. hmm Um, but we discovered when we were trying to place a takeout order last night that you can't use gift cards online for Cracker Barrel. So they are useless to me. Uh, but we did, we did already have the order put in and we didn't want to figure out something else to eat. So we just paid human money for it and went and picked it up. Mm -hmm. Um, but while we were waiting for it, uh, we were looking around inside the gift shop and there was a table of, Uh, horse lover memorabilia that you could enjoy which i was immediately drawn to obviously of
2: course yeah i mean you are a horse girl at heart just waiting for your chance to save a farm from an oil baron
0: um there was a like uh you know those little live laugh love like i guess wood blocks that are real hot these days
2: yeah for when you don't feel like putting a hole in your wall yeah, you just wanna, but you do want everyone to um, know that you read words, also.
0: Yeah, just little kitschy things that you can buy in a Target or something. It's just <laughs> like a fake wood block with uh, an inspiring quote on it or something like that. Uh, there was one that said, "Simply, I like horses," which I did <laughs> strongly have to stop myself from purchasing.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: because it is the truest thing that I have ever seen in my life.
2: And it's not even I love horses, no, just I like them <laughs> just sort of a lukewarm feeling. i you know, I appreciate horses to the extent that I will announce it to any and all who wander through my doors, but I don't know if like if we've reached the point in our relationship where it's love, like I just <laughs> it's I don't want to presume, you know that's a big word.
0: um there were some very good mugs also, uh, one of which said. Uh, I ride like a girl, try and keep up Which is very strong
2: mm-hmm. Yeah
1: um, Another I, one was I <laughs> yes. I am kind of I tr- Try and keep up is a weird Is a weird phrase Yeah I think just to kind of throw at people that you don't know <laughs> Or even that it's you aggressive. do know It's aggressive It is aggressive and, and sometimes used very abstractly in this case, I guess it it makes some concrete sense. Like, yeah. Can you can you physically keep up while riding? Presumably, a horse? we are racing one another upon horses with yeah. coffee. Yeah.
2: For <laughs> for added boost with
0: this travel mug. Um, another one that I liked was, uh, crazy doesn't run in my family; it gallops. That's that's a good one.
2: <laughs> so what I'm hearing. Is that I need to get my ass to a cracker barrel. <laughs> Not so only what? for those sweet dumplings that are a necessary part of my southern soul, <laughs> um, but also so that I can uh, step in where your self control <laughs> um, ha- has ultimately failed you, I feel. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and bedeck you in horse girl memorabilia because i like i have this image of you sitting very proudly on a chair with this mug in your hand i like horses on the coffee table next to an open coffee table picture book of horses and somewhere hidden in the in the scene the crazy doesn't run in my family it gallops. Well, There's maybe like a wall decoration behind me. I,
0: I have saved the best for last so let me tell you the coffee mug yeah. that nearly brought me to my knees in religious jubilation <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it is a. It is like a sky blue mug with a silhouette of a horse on it and then underneath that it says bankruptcy starter kit <laughs> <laughs> incredible
2: do you this own man, that mug man. now tyler
0: no not yet <laughs>
1: tyler just... treat yourself
2: you have 50 dollars in cracker girl <laughs> bucks.
1: and you wait and you cannot use it on
2: you can't use it online but he went to go pick up the food you're yeah, there we, tyler we, we
0: didn't you're bring there. the gift card with us because we had already paid online mm.
2: foolishness
1: so you, so you can use it on food you can if you go to the restaurant just just not on the it, it, boy okay it would be re- it would be really weird <laughs> to issue a a Cracker Bale gift card and say this is this is gift store only this is chotchkeys only no no restaurant stuff we just, will not
2: feed you for this
1: just trinkets
2: <laughs> so Tyler yeah you have to go to the restaurant anyway to pick up the food just go there put in a to go order and then it'll load up on horse stuff I
0: mean yeah now we know that for
2: the next yeah. time. <laughs> I'm
0: saying I was not prepared this time.
2: All right, well, go. You gotta, you gotta fix that, because this is the the most like you decor cluster <laughs> I've ever heard. If there was somehow a Sonic on a horse, we'd be in business. I like holding to think, a Keyblade.
0: I like to think that the mug was blue to imply Sonic
1: is there.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do a like little, finding the implied sh- Sonics. <laughs>
1: a little hint of his spirit it's like a hidden mickey
2: yeah (laughs) well a very good fish sooth and an excellent uh portrayal of things that tyler needs in his life i have nothing interesting to report i did puzzles (laughs) with a three-year-old um and therefore i did battle puzzles
0: Uh, um did I, i meant to ask when we were talking about it before we started did you complete the puzzle
2: we did complete the puzzle. It was definitely tense there toward the end because you get to that point where like the puzzle's really close. It's gotten kind of late, and the three-year-old has definitely lost patience with the fact that the adults are doing this and not literally anything else. <laughs> um, so it was truly a battle at the end.
1: Now this is a, a jig a jigsaw.
2: Yes, a physical variety. Yeah, physical real people puzzle. Hmm. But, yeah, I don't think I have seen any sooths, or really much of anything that's not a classroom <laughs> or my house. So, nothing nothing cool to report here. Well, what, uh, but I do have a... F-
0: yeah, what sooth are you bringing us from the past?
2: Uh, the past sooth today is a French sooth. Uh, we're reading The Legend of the Arad Cavern.
0: Mm-hmm. I've not heard of this.
2: You probably wouldn't have. (laughs) Um, So this was suggested by uh, Kid My Chaos, who lives in France right now, and was also translated by Kid My Chaos, so it is in all likelihood the first translation of this tale into English.
0: Exclusive.
2: Um, Because the only source that uh, they could find for it was from a 1904 bulletin of the southwest section of the French Alpine Club, which is... All very right. narrow it's source. a hell of a source <laughs> yes um so, that source
0: itself is a sooth i think
2: uh, yeah probably uh so thank you kid my chaos for granting us the exclusive access to this uh french tale from the alpine club
0: now we're gonna put it on the internet
2: <laughs> yeah now it won't be exclusive so that's what we do is ruin exclusivity and most other things <laughs> Uh, so, Kid My Chaos also left us a translator's note at the beginning of this, um, saying that the story comes from a village in the Upper uh, Pyrenees region of France, uh, right next to the Spanish border. Uh, fairly obscure, giving the source again, and it has the puzzling subtitle of "The Fairy of Arad," despite there being seemingly no fairy in the story. Uh, so well, that we'll just get... temp-
0: that's just prompts us to find one, I think.
2: Yeah, so um, Kid My Chaos has their own uh, Project birdfall (laughs) style Book of Doug series involving this uh, subtitle here. Uh, But we can get back to that after we have actually heard the tale. So, are you two ready for an exclusive experience?
0: I'm ready for a fairy hunt.
2: I got a lot of uh, pronunciation guides that I will try to follow. (laughs) We'll Um, see how
0: well that goes.
2: Yeah. I got that open <laughs> down here, so I'll just um yeah, we'll see how it goes. Alright, so there's a little note at the beginning that this is a tale that the, the old men of um uh, Jid- Jidra yeah, Jidra used to tell on winter nights while the women spun and men amused themselves with birch and boxwood carvings. So just like a little bit of, of flavor for you. That sounds you like a good imagine. hang. Yeah, it does It does actually sound like a pretty good hang.
0: That's very relaxing.
2: I haven't tried hand spinning um, or sp- like drop spindle spinning, but it seems like it's pretty chill. Uh, I did try wood carving and I was really bad at it and I also <laughs> had no patience, so I'll leave that to, to you guys. <laughs> um, all right, so back when the beasts could speak for our timeline reference in the project bird falls my favorite time yes uh and many a grumpy spirit would claim that we still live in those times at least up to 1904 i don't know which grumpy spirits and why they're grumpy and why they would claim that we're still there maybe they're grumpy because people think beasts can't speak and so they sound like crazy conspiracy theorists all the time
0: i mean it sounds like they're just trying to insult everyone else by calling them beasts
2: Mm, maybe
0: equating them to beasts.
2: Well, there was a, a sexy young goat herd uh, from Trembeire. How sexy? Which was pretty sexy. And
0: also follow up: why sexy?
2: Um, it was protagonist. <laughs> it's the protagonist glow. <laughs> uh, so uh, she was leading her goats. Which happened to be all the goats in the hamlet. I guess she has a goat monopoly in uh, trimberay.
0: If there isn't an adjective or an adverb to her activities, can we just assume that she is doing them sexually?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like it's a full Megan Fox uh, <laughs> slow mo camera pan up situation on all of her <laughs> her goat tending um, activities. And all of these things will directly contradict the actual text.
0: Her back is arched painfully in every shot.
2: Mm-hmm. And she'll talk about how, like, she never gets any respect for her goat tending while the camera looks at her butt. <laughs> uh, so she's bringing these goats to ge- graze near the Erode Cavern. So she's, like, she has all the goats. So she's, like, hot, young, and goat wealthy. And there's a total <laughs> package, just so we. We have our context here for how great this hero is. That
0: might be the fastest we've ever gotten our title. I don't recall, but <laughs>
2: what hot young and goat wealthy? Yeah,
0: that's extremely strong. <laughs> I think that's gonna. Good. I think that's gonna resonate with our core audience.
2: <laughs> we do have a finger on, on that particular strange <laughs> pulse. <laughs>
0: That abnormal, arrhythmic pulse.
2: <laughs> Please go to a doctor right now, Pulse. <laughs> uh, one day, after she had already started on her way home, she realized, oh, damn it, one of the goat kids is missing. Which is so annoying, right? Like, halfway there. Yeah. You think you're going to get to your nice home and eat your pottage and, and go to bed. Um, But no, now she has to st- tromp back to the cavern to hunt down this at hoof child
0: <laughs> sexily
2: sexily um so the cavern was considered pretty normcore by everyone uh, like no one gives it a second thought so it is extra surprising when she gets back there and now there's a like a fantastic beast just hanging out in the opening of it and it's next to a white sheet spread out with jewels and gold and diamonds and a continued list of other things. So it's a merchant. Yeah, merchant dragon, <laughs> um all gleaming in the light of the setting sun. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a dusk trade that happens <laughs> among the uh the mythic folk when the the goat herds go home, they come <laughs> out to play.
0: It's when the bazaar opens up.
2: Yeah. That's what um, Stardust was about. Uh, so this creature was wearing a fancy headdress. I believe that the creature itself is in the shape of a winged serpent, or is a winged serpent, or the headdress is a winged serpent. I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it's meant that the creature is the serpent, and it's just and wearing... And it just happens like, to be wearing a headdress? Uh, just a fancy headdress. Uh, one made with egret feathers. It's a very specific kind of headdress. Mm. Um, very, very floofy. It's called an egret. Um... But I just want to cover my bases in case I misread. So I'm I'm envisioning winged serpent, fancy ass headdress. Yeah. Um, it's got pearly iridescent scales. It has lively mischievous eyes. <laughs> There's no malice in it, but in fact a gentle and melancholy demeanor and a pensive and wistful expression. So we have here a YA rom- fantasy romance novel protagonist. I feel. <laughs> Because it's melancholy in, and in mischievous Yes
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
2: that, was
0: a, that was a lot of uh, description that we just received um, And for our main character, all we have is sexy
2: Yeah, she's very pretty I, I mean, I can <laughs> scroll and back the... up here and see if they gave her other uh, Nope, young and quite pretty to look at That's it <laughs> Nice
1: It's all you need
2: yeah, straight Megan Fox hottie, and then we have Edward Cullen it's, as a dragon.
1: It's, like, e- extremely reminiscent of what you often find in screenplays. Yeah. <laughs> that, that has not changed at all, it seems. No. Yeah, we, so we
2: don't learn fast as a species.
0: We're now very aware of this new creature's level of malice. We have no idea about our protagonist though.
2: <laughs> yeah, she could be all malice. Could be full all of hot, malice. All malice. <laughs> uh so the sound of the goat herd's footsteps stirred the creature and it looked at the frozen like the girl frozen in place, and invited her in a soft and mournful voice to approach without fear. Look, this is this is the start of every Y I fantasy. Yeah. I tell you what <laughs> The Pastoral Maiden Took a few steps closer. Bewildered by the treasure at the dragon's feet. Yes, very sexually. one
1: more descriptor, though. Pastoral. (laughs) Pastoral. We're getting it in bits and pieces.
2: (laughs) We we know exactly what, like, country of sexy she's in. In the great vast lands. Yeah, or county, I suppose. The great vast (laughs) lands of sexy, we know which one she's in. And it's the pastoral sexy. Province? Yeah. Pastoral province of sexy. Um... But yeah, she's bewildered by the treasure at the dragon's feet, as you probably would be, uh, and is staring at it, which rude. Uh, yeah, a wondering bit. how anyone could flaunt so much wealth so openly.
1: Did it say dragon?
2: It does start referring to it as a dragon.
1: Because I, I mean, I guess like it was what some kind of weird snake. It's a wing surfer. Yeah, yeah, it's you can it's, infer is a dragon, but.
2: Spake with wings and then the descriptor of the story moves on to is, is dragon from here on out. Is
0: there some kind of Venn diagram where there are winged serpents that aren't dragons? Like all dragons are winged serpents, but not all serpents are dragons?
2: Mm-hmm. I, I guess it would depend on like, does a basilisk count?
1: Basilisk never counts.
2: And we got the wyverns versus dragons argument.
0: I mean, I feel like the three of us are on the same page where less is more you do want to simplify those categories down and yeah. all of these to me are a dragon
2: this one does have less leg as a nun leg so it is very snake but with wing
1: i'm i'm happy to call it a
2: dragon me too because that's what i wrote and i don't feel like changing that in my head every time. <laughs> they
1: are they are yeah they're the same
2: animal
0: really the only thing to me that you need to be a dragon is wings and
1: scales
2: um done, done deal <laughs>
1: But the but the Chinese dragons do not have. Well, I guess um, they're not dragons then. Also, dumb, uh, Komodo, get out of here. Komodo, yeah. Weird lizard.
2: <laughs> what if you get? You know how the bearded dragons have like the little wing things that you can purchase for them <laughs> to wear? Excuse- Are they dragon? You can you can get like a little wing harness for your bearded dragon.
1: Um. Uh, I'll take your word for
2: it. You uh, you shouldn't just take my word for it. You should look up pictures post-haste and make your day better. uh, Because it is adorable.
0: Vestigial and ornamental wings do count, I will say.
2: Okay. All right. For our classification. If we put the uh, wing harness on a Komodo dragon, it'd be fine. Yeah.
0: They're welcome back in the club then.
2: All right. Um. So the the animal had been examining her out of the corner of its eye, and it smirked slightly, and then sighed with interest, <laughs> which is a a very specific kind of sigh. It's which, almost
0: yeah. it's almost becoming insulting how descriptive the story is of this thing.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, like a lot of uh, YA romance novels, the the heroine needs to be largely a blank slate to put uh, so you your yourself own personality. In there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the the sexy sure uh, love interest needs a lot of description and also a lot of brooding,
0: granular detail about
1: every little motion it's making.
2: Oh yeah, for no sure. No matter
1: no matter who you are, she is just like you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and this is the the hottest snake that you could possibly imagine. Uh, so it sighed and said, "Wish you had all this, huh?" And she says, well, of course, Mr. Snake, because then my I family have would goats. be poor. Yeah, I'm goat rich, <laughs> but this is real rich. I also appreciate Mr. Snake as a moniker. <laughs> uh, but we'll never be lucky enough to be this rich. And if we were, a lot of people who can't afford the bare necessities would be jealous of us. So I'd probably just be happy with what little you'd agree to give me. Well, if you were like planning to, to do that, you know. At all, in the first place. Uh, and then I would take what what you gave me home and then maybe we could afford to own the house we live in and escape the predatory rent cycle that we are currently trapped in. So the, the serpent thing calls her a good girl, and he says he wants to do her a favor that only she can, or she wants her to do him a favor that only she can do. And then he'll give her all of the fortune at his feet. Go so on. She for- yeah, she forgets immediately all about like the class divide problems that she just talked about. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, hell yeah. Make me Bezos rich. Yeah, <laughs> give it to me. Um, so he tells her that the favor he needs is for her to come back at dawn after leading the goats to the edge of the woods. And then she is to lie down on the ground and let him pass three times over her back without moving or saying a word.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: And don't tell anyone or they'll want to show up too and then I won't be able to come to our date. I'm mm-hmm. assuming mm-hmm. passing is just movement. Mhm. Yeah. D- it does sound like a fetish thing that is he is it... asking for. Yeah.
0: It... yeah. Is it
1: long ways? Passing long ways? Yeah.
2: Like from head to to toe yeah. over the Not... butt part probably. Yeah. I Not think so. Or Not just, just like
0: is he going to be a belt for a little bit?
2: I, th- I think it's just like moving across The whole back area So probably up and down Cause it's
0: Up and down
2: Well in that direction mm. As opposed to across
0: <laughs> I thought you were saying that he was gonna do three laps Over her like a fucking NASCAR race or something
2: I mean quite possibly <laughs> uh, It's not quite as descriptive of, of that intention as it is Of his wistful of mood Of his sighing <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so he says, Come tomorrow and don't be afraid. I'm not what you think, and no harm will come to you. And don't forget, from this moment on, your happiness is in your hands. Which is either a trite motivational saying that you could say to anybody at any time, or uh, it feels mildly threatening sometimes. <laughs> so once he said this, the treasure and the dragon disappeared. Dusk fell simultaneously. And the goat kid cried out from behind a bush. So she found it and carried it away. Uh, she's full of joy. All night she dreams about the dragon thing. And she fancies herself a princess already. And she makes a bunch of plans for how her life's going to change. Uh, but she did keep her promise and kept silent.
0: Start spending that money before you get it.
2: Yep. That's the wisest way to budget. <laughs> think of all think of all the... Uh, The horse-crazed mugs you can purchase (laughs) (laughs) for that kind of dragon gold. So the next day, she ran to the appointed place at the appointed time, but nothing could be defined that day. Because it turns out that she also needed to be on an empty stomach for some reason, like for surgery.
0: That part Uh, wasn't in the instructions? Yeah, the dragon did
2: did forget to tell her that. Which is like, this is an annoying story conceit, because it's a an unnecessary Mm -hmm. delay but it is kind of a a realistic uh occurrence where it's like oh shoot i I forgot one of the many stipulations for whatever this weird curse thing is um damn it i'll come back try again tomorrow
0: (laughs) sorry i don't have the tools today yeah you have to make another appointment
2: so she came back did i
0: did i tell you guys about the flat tire i got last year by the way this is reminding me of it
2: actually it reminded me of my (laughs) own flat tire story so we can exchange them go for it i don't think you did no Uh, i don't i don't believe so
0: so i i still don't know what happened i think it was the gates at my apartment the like out gate used to have those like spikes that don't let you back up into them Mm
2: -hmm.
0: i don't know why and i like why are they placed at the out gate
1: yeah, um, just to trap people inside. Yeah, the, but like
2: it's at the out gate so that people can't just like scoot in after someone's left. I guess. Without doing that,
0: but the gate would already be closed behind you as you're leaving. It, it they were superfluous and now aren't being utilized anymore because I think they were popping people's tires just going mm. over them. Because I think that's what happened to me. Either that or it was some nails that the fucking construction crew left behind. Anyway, regardless, I took uh, my car to a tire place. Like a Mavis tire, specifically, to get it looked at. Uh, And the person at the desk told me, our tire guy isn't here today.
2: You're a tire place? You only (laughs) have tire guys. What else?
0: What are you doing today, then, if not tires? So I had to come back the next day.
2: With, uh, with your flat tire. <laughs> with my
0: flat tire. It was, uh, it was like, right down the road, though, so I wasn't, like, endangering myself or anything.
2: But Man, I, I've had I've had a lot of flat tires, like, to the point that I am suspicious that my car has magnets in the wheels. Because <laughs> um, I had three within the past year. And yeah, and that's a not problem. Like, yeah, it's not like where you live mm. in, in a construction... And it's all been nails and stuff. Because um, the first flat tire I got was because my alignment wasn't great and so it was wearing a lot on the inside um but these were nails and so i got another one um uh, in a parking lot that wasn't very well lit yeah and there's no one around my tire's flat and like i know i know the theory of changing a tire hmm I have not had to personally do the action yet, and you've seen a Christmas light.
0: story a number of times on TBS at Christmas time.
2: I've seen it once <laughs> while, while with your family, and <laughs> <Yeah>, that's <laughs> the first right. and last time. <laughs> um, so, and and I do have AAA, and I hadn't used it at all that year. And it's like, all right, well, it's cold and it's unpleasant, and I it's very very dark. And It had also been raining. Um, and so I can figure this out at the end of a long day alone, uh, or I can just call AAA and, I can and have make them this do somebody it. else's problem. And <laughs> I opt in for that. And they, <laughs> As you should. They they sent the fellow there, um, and and they, were, they asked me like, "Do you have a spare?" And I said, "Yep, I just I all I need is to get the spare on, and then I can either drive home or I can drop it off overnight at the um, at the tire place." Mm-hmm. Uh, The name of which I forget, but I have enjoyed their services quite a bit. And it's not Mavis. (laughs) Um, Well, good,
0: because apparently they have a a single tire guy that rotates from store to store.
2: Apparently. This place will, like, give you air for free. Like, they'll go and and pump the air for yourself, for you, and test your tires and everything for free. So they're good to know about when the temperature changes rather rapidly. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, a guy shows up in a tow truck. And... I thought that was a little odd, but I figured, well, maybe the AAA just has people. Yeah. Um, and this was the one that was closest, and so he's like, "Hey, you need a tow?" I was like, "No, I, I just need a tire change." And they said, "Oh, they called me in for a tow." I said, "Well, that's odd because they didn't mention <laughs> it's a tow." Not at what all. I asked for, <laughs> and it wasn't like. And the lady who was on the line with me was very competent and friendly and mm-hmm. and clear. Um. So he seemed kind of disappointed that it wasn't a tow. <laughs> I assume they get paid more for that. It's
0: probably his favorite.
2: Yeah, he loves to tow. <laughs> um, so then he he goes and he gets the jack from the car, and then he's like, "Oh no, it broke on the last <laughs> on the last one. Um, it's not working." I was like, "That's fine. There's a jack with my tire too." <laughs> <laughs> and, like I started to unload the tire, and he's like. Um, helped with the unloading bit and he's like oh you're missing the part that actually uh like takes the, the lug nuts off so well that's very strange uh, so he's like yep i'm gonna have to tow it <laughs>
1: turns out <laughs> i am I'm, I'm tow guy
2: <laughs> i am here to I tow. do
1: tire tire guy is here today i'm tow guy this is what I know how to do.
2: <laughs> so I put I put the jack back in the car and I put the tire back in the car, and and yeah, the little stick thing wasn't there, and I thought that was kind of weird. Uh, and then like he gets everything set up for towing, and then he hands me the stick thing for it. <laughs> and by that point, the car's already set up for and towing. He just and... Says sucker. Yeah. So. <sighs> yeah, that's why <what> flat <laughs> tires. For. So
0: watch out for AAA tow guys
2: apparently they're gonna tow you
0: whether you like it or not
2: they 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 want to to do a tow that's it um and luckily uh eric was was coming there so i wasn't like alone with tow guy they (laughs)
1: love they love tow
2: so i did not have to catch a ride with tow guy which i was was not not sitting well with you no i was like i can just wait inside of the building if you take it and drop it at the tire place
0: (laughs) take my car i never want to see it again anyway
2: (laughs) that's that's pretty close to true (laughs) the door latch closes now so it's better than it has been but (laughs) yeah don't buy ford jeez put magnets in their tires and everything breaks Um, excuse me wait what maggots magnets oh because it's yeah i've had so many i never had a flat tire on another car
1: i've never had a, a sudden flat tire i've had a leak that i lived with for like months
2: <laughs> I vaguely remember that
1: and i would and i would just like go go to the quick trip where there was free air and fill it back up like every just other enough day. for the day yeah <laughs> and it top would slowly, it off. <laughs> like slowly leak out again and people would like do the thing where they honk mm-hmm 'Cause they can see like your tire is, is obviously losing air. I'm like, Yeah, I know. Don't worry. I'm not I'm not going that far. I'm all over this.
2: <laughs> we have an understanding me in the tire. <laughs> uh anyway.
0: It takes me where I need to go and at the end of the day I give it a little sippy.
2: I don't know how we got here, but where we were was uh, she needed to be on an empty stomach it to was, do this yeah, this weird the, fetish thing. The
0: stipulation that wasn't Notified earlier.
2: Right. Um So she comes back the second day, but on that day she'd inadvertently tasted a grain of wheat while passing through a wheat field. I don't just does she just like open her mouth like Whoa. a <laughs> like a whale shark and she walks through <laughs> and like <then> one <laughs>
1: And wheat fell into her mouth like plankton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Uh, but either way, she had a grain of wheat in her stomach and couldn't couldn't perform the task. So this gets us to our rule of threes, day three, <laughs> our obligatory third situation. Uh, so this day she gets it right. She keeps her mouth shut through the wheat field. Uh, she skips <laughs> breakfast the whole nine yards. And so she lays down in front of the the cavern, and for the first time, the dragon slowly passes over her body. Her sexy body.
0: The scene you've been waiting for.
2: Yep, this is that hot YA romance scene where they finally touch for the first time. And she yeah. does, uh, in fact, quiver, as you would expect <laughs> from from one of these scenes.
0: Butts and seats. Get them in there.
2: She had expected unpleasantness from this, but the uh, the scales merely squeaked against her blouse, and though the dragon creature had seemed quite heavy, it in fact barely pressed down on her and wasn't uncomfortable at all.
0: It did have it's wings.
2: kind of nice, actually. Yeah, it's possible it was giving itself a little bit of lift. Just a hover snake. The second pass, however, it felt kind of like a red-hot iron bar was hovering above her. Mm. Mm,
1: not Not so good.
2: Yeah, getting getting a little hot and heavy in here. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but as promised, she stayed silent during this. Uh, during the third trial, the dragon's skin suddenly grows so cold, it felt like she had a lump of ice between her shoulders. So he's hot, then he's cold. He's yes, then he's no. He's in, <laughs> he's out. <laughs> he's up, he's down. He is That's the right. perfect YA romance <laughs> <laughs> Protagonist.
1: Does her skin crack?
2: Uh no, but it's really uncomfy and she doesn't like, a, like it.
1: Like a glass. If you get it really hot and then cold, glass oh, cracks. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah, assume yeah. I assume human skin also does that.
2: Um yes probably,
1: probably just fucks your blood pressure up.
2: It it does like mess with your sinuses and stuff too. So yeah, she's gonna get a cold for sure. Uh, so she couldn't stand it any longer, and she whined Ugh oh, you're so cold. The dragon responds to this with a dismal wail that <laughs> echoed. <Whoa. laughs> it echoed sexily. Why'd you say that? Its dazzling colours faded, and tears started running from its now dead eyes. I'm
0: so oh, conscious. <laughs>
2: You absolute moron, it cried. <laughs> you could have saved me, and yet by your foolishness, you've rendered my enchantment permanent. <laughs> then the treasure vanished, the animal rushed into the cave, and no one has ever seen it since. So this Every... dragon's the fairy. Yeah, theoretically, yeah. Uh, every now and then, women from uh, a nearby town, instructed by the chatter of the disappointed goat herd, go to the cave in hopes of having a similar adventure and getting some a uh, sweet cash. <laughs> <laughs> but no one's no one's seen it since. It's enchantment's permanent. This this girl done fucked up, sexually.
1: Is this
0: how pornography started?
2: Uh explain.
0: <laughs> with with snake stuff? If you consent to me doing this weird creepy stuff to you and you don't say anything about it, I'll pay you money.
2: I'm sure it's how a lot of things started. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it, it definitely reads like this dragon had a fetish. <laughs> yes,
1: extremely so. It it trust nothing. With that amount of specificity, <laughs> <laughs> it's not—it's not a magic spell. <laughs> we promise. It's—it's—it's it's, it's a sin.
2: No king shaming this dragon, Gordy.
1: That, I mean, it can do what it wants. Just it, can it involve somebody else like this? Is my question.
2: Like this? No. This is a little well. I mean, it did technically get her consent, but not with like.
1: Yeah, it's not. full it's not great.
2: Full knowledge. I'm curious. There were about some this.
0: disclosures that were withheld. Yeah. mm Hmm.
2: Um. I wonder if this is maybe like a Lindworm related enchantment situation.
1: What does that mean? <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, uh, you want to remember... elaborate? <laughs> well, do you remember the Lindworm? Vaguely. No. It was like a, a worm thing, like a, a big snake thing. Yeah. Um, one of those Hans My Hedgehog style uh, beast tests of, of ladies that ate the princesses that didn't pass the test. And then one burned its skin and turned into a hot man.
1: Uh. Okay. Kind of. <laughs> kind of.
2: Yeah, I'm wondering if this is maybe a Lindworm-adjacent situation or a Lindworm prequel.
0: One that didn't work out?
2: (laughs) Yeah, like, it doesn't always... I I think there have been a couple of snake boys, like Enchanted Snake Princes, that we've encountered. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Lindworm just being the the biggest name of them. Um, So, yeah, it's just like someone going around turning boys into snakes. And this one just has a particular fetish that he needs before the, <laughs> the whole spell enchantment. Because you know if we were following the um, the path of another story where she actually managed to get through the trials, that there would be a couple other steps toward the end. Turn so I think, boys the into is, I think the snake snakes. I think the snake boy's just trying to get his jollies before the actual curse lifted.
1: Okay. See yes, this is no good. <laughs> This, I think, is not allowed.
2: I'm curious about the stipulation that she eat nothing, have an empty stomach.
1: Yeah.
0: What could that what, matter?
2: Yeah, what benefit do you think that would possibly provide um, this situation?
1: Maybe it's just going to feel worse bloated. Maybe
0: if you're hungry, you it's something to keep your mind on other than the... Hot, cold switch.
2: <laughs> yeah, or maybe it will make you nauseous. The the sudden hot, cold switch. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather you not like have a grain of wheat you accidentally whale shark down in kind of the <laughs> fields. Yeah. Uh, or if you're if you're hungry, your stomach gets all rumbly. Maybe that just feels good.
0: <laughs> it's a massage. Yeah. Maybe he was afraid that if she ate too much wheat beforehand, he would accidentally bake a cake inside her and then freeze it. Mm. Yeah, that old issue.
2: <laughs> that, is, that is how cake came about. That is when my someone...
0: greatest fear. Whenever I'm rolling around on top of someone's back
1: in the middle of a fucking cave or whatever, <laughs> that you, will, what you if... will accidentally make a cake.
2: I'm going to accidentally fill this person with cake. <laughs> I mean, that is how cake happens. Um, like they invented cake when they they had a little bit of wheat, like, real close to a fire on a wintry day. Yeah. And then when the fire went out and then all the, the cold freezing air came in, suddenly there was just, like, a black forest cake right there, all iced and decorated.
0: Like, like a popcorn mm. kernel. Yeah, it's just, like, mm-hmm. plop.
2: And, and then there's a... <laughs> and there's a cake it would be pretty great lavishly put... decorated
0: it was fucking yes. insane
2: <laughs> it was gorgeous it would be pretty awesome if you could put wheat kernels in the <laughs> microwave <laughs> and then you get like of <laughs> pops and you wait for the pops to, to be like three seconds apart and then you pull it out and it's just a bowl of tiny perfectly decorated <laughs> cakes wouldn't that be nice it would be pretty great
1: um I'm for it <laughs> i i mean i would like a box that turns foods into other foods Mm -hmm. just an alchemy box yeah or just matter into other matter but that's that seems like asking a lot because i i find you always end up with like one thing when you come back from the grocery store at least i do and it's, it's usually like a bag of baby carrots um, that I buy basically to pay a tax for the <laughs> other things that I have purchased I <laughs> like it's there because you can't buy the other stuff on it's own you need to throw you need to throw something sensible in there to tell yourself and the cashier who might be checking you out Every everything is above board look at my bag of baby carrots
2: <laughs> I have that, an are, go- that here. are
1: going they're going straight into my mouth when I get home I don't know what you're doing <laughs> I'm gonna be chowing down on these baby carrots. Don't look at anything else I'm buying. <laughs> just just focus on these. And then when I get home, I don't I don't want them because they're not good. No, <laughs> they're <Yeah>. like they <laughs> they're they're getting wetter by the day. Yeah, they need to be slathered in something that that will will kind of neutralize their their nutritional value, which really renders them inert as a as a source <laughs> of of. I don't know, of nutrition, of, of energy. Um, and so really what I would like to do is just put them in a box and push a button and they come out as something that I do want. But I maintain the appearance at the store and on the way home in case I'm stopped by
2: a, a cop? some
1: kind of police. <laughs> and I assume that having like a bag of baby carrots is good then.
2: Yeah, they're like, oh, you are a responsible citizen
1: basically yeah and
2: we will we will ignore the the many chips and rice bags that are in here otherwise
1: yeah you 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 focus you focus where i tell you to focus which is the baby carrots
2: <laughs> if you had the food into other food machine you could put on the face of an upright citizen who is absolutely going to eat all of these vegetables and probably even cook them beforehand sure could um uh then you get home and you just turn all of them into chips. That has nothing to do with the story <laughs> we just read. That's just one of our whimsical plans for improving the world. Um, it is interesting that this one ends in an abject failure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just, yeah, you don't get so to good. know what the... The other side is oh, and a uh, kid. My chaos had their their theory about the uh, fairy mm-hmm. subtitle that this might be some kind of advanced trial of the serpent.
1: Mm-hmm. Is, is it he... advanced?
2: Well, I mean, it's not just a snake that this this guy is. He's a he's a full on winged dragon serpent with a rad headdress.
0: Yes. So, is it? Do you think it was hard mode or easy mode? Because it would it it was much easier to convince her to take part, given the majestic nature and lavish riches
2: so the whole trial of the serpent thing uh, for those of you who may not have gotten to that episode yet, if you're working backwards um, is something from a, another French tale where fairies undergo like a year as a snake, I believe it is mm-hmm. um. Wherein they're they're pretty vulnerable, uh, but if they make it through that, then they become a more powerful fairy.
0: It's a rite of passage slash uh, punishment of some kind,
2: and I believe that story also mentioned a fairy who'd done it a couple of times, so it is something that can be repeated hmm. to just like amp mm-hmm. up, like uh, like training in the hyperbolic chamber or whatever it is. <laughs> Again, I'm very mad. <laughs> Anytime I make one of those references, it's a wave of shame. Um, (laughs) Anyway, what if like each time the fairies undergo the trial of the serpent, because they're more powerful heading into it, they become a bigger, better snake. So the first time you do it, you're just like one of those little green garden snakes. Mm -hmm. You you got no bite. Um, You're real small. But if, if you keep doing the Trial of the Serpent as a more and more powerful fairy, you get cooler and cooler snake bod. Yeah. Um, and maybe what might be interesting is if this is the story of a fairy, and it's clearly a male fairy, which is always a lot more fun because we don't see those quite as often. Um, a male fairy who's like done this quite a bit and maybe went too far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so he ended up in, like, mythical serpent territory, and he can't get out of it now. <laughs> uh, so he needed some kind of, like, magical means of, of escaping this curse. Like, the, the trial has changed somewhat, because um, it's no longer hard to... It evolved
0: just... into a different kind of trial.
2: Yeah, like, he's he's reached a whole new level. An echelon um, above. Where being a snake is like you're now so big and dangerous as a snake, that being a snake isn't even a trial. Um, mm-hmm. But perhaps you have to figure out how to be not a snake anymore. Like it, it is now a <laughs> permanent situation. You go too far and you are a perma snake until you figure out how to to reconnect with that that other part of you that is not a snake. You just spent too much time as snake overall.
0: and apparently, as- sure. In this case they overshot and now they are stuck as a snake.
2: Yep, you get one you get one chance. And it's almost like a punishment for grabbing for too much power. Kind of a checks and balance situation.
0: Yeah, it's a safeguard.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Cause I imagine the fairy queen or king, like whoever's in charge of the fairies, doesn't necessarily want any fairy outpowering them but also does not want to spend a lot of their life as a snake right so like some lower court fairy with a lot of hunger and ambition could just sacrifice significant time in snake bod to get more and more powerful and so they needed some kind of safeguard to this trial I'd read that story. I'd make a YA romance about that, and and might I'd make a note. <laughs> so, that's my theory. Would you guys like to add or divert?
1: No, I'm on board with that. It's, honestly, it's a lot. It's a not a lot nobler than he just gets off on <laughs> having his little tummy rubbed, <laughs> like a yucky pervert. <laughs> Agreed.
2: We can have both juvenile and erudite readings of a story in the same go.
0: We often don't, but...
2: <laughs> yeah, we do lean toward the juvenile. They're
0: not, they're not always there. As proven this week, we certainly can.
2: <laughs> the capabilities within us, we just choose not to use it. It's a power too great to wield too often. <laughs> Uh, any final comments or things that stood out to you about the story of Hot Goat Herd, Meg Fox, and Edward Colin as a snake? I don't think so. I'm good. Well, thank you, uh, Kid My Chaos, for both finding the story and translating it for us.
0: Thank you. Yeah, thank you. That was. Uh seems like a lot of work yeah yeah, I hope yeah that very much appreciate it i hope that you enjoy the episode <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yep, yeah, me too hopefully we did not ruin this for you um and, and thank you also for including little notes about the fairies because you do know we love to conspiracy theorize <laughs> um thank you to all of our listeners for uh listening through the show uh sticking with us uh, thank you to everyone who has passed the show on to others screamed it from the rooftops or trapped people in a small box and made them listen to it. Uh, we appreciate you because so, we do not advertise. So sometimes kidnapping is the only way we can get the word out. So thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you to all of our patrons for sponsoring the show, helping us keep the website going and the hosting paid and all of that. Um, and uh, for creating a community that makes this all worth doing. So appreciate that. And thank you to our top-tier patrons. Lucky, Luna, Maxwell, Queen Savagery, Deposed, Jerky Retreats believes y'all would enjoy the podcast story midst, There's a fist-sized monkey on my back, or fist-sized monkey on my back. Whoa. Yeah. Irius, Midori, a baby grandma, Becca, a friendly lobster, Kelly, Big Prince Want Dance, Project Bird Fallen Format, Funky Little Strawberry, Lemur, Spaghetto floating around in a duck pond, Caitlin, Danielle, an increasingly distressed Fay, Olwen, Queen of Terrible Taste, Allie, New Year, New Dad, Cobus Cat, Was There Ever a Vespa, Versus, Keeper of Too Many OCs, Pyrus, Nathan the Scott, Alex, Banjo Bug, Maya, Gray, Goetic Prince of the Arcane, High Listus of Wimbus, Yahweh Yahweh, a dubious little creature, Haley, Dominic, Justin, Lily, Izzy, and Jenna. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you always, Doug.
1: Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug.
2: We're what the folklore. That's how it works. Chaladi de Hadihook. Hadihadihook. de Happily ever after
1: this has been what the folklore thanks for listening to our show if you have story suggestions for us please send them to wtfolklore at gmail.com and follow us on facebook and twitter Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album, Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.